0: Slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions.
1: Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com. Hale Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back of house positions now at HaleVarsityClub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen.
2: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out. I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. And it is our monthly mental health check. Every third week, we like to do a mental health check because mm. they're necessary. Yeah. Not just for us, but for everybody.
1: Yeah. I. We started doing this. You know what it was? We were both stressed out. <laughs> this was like three months ago. Yeah. And we were, I was like, you know, that felt really good. Maybe we should just do one, like once a month, and then if anybody ever has anything they need to talk about, otherwise, we'll just talk about whatever our, bugging our us. bullshit. What's <laughs> eating Gilbert
2: Grape? Everything. We'll, we'll own alert. our
1: bullshit on the podcast for you all to listen to.
2: I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's that's for us. Sometimes it's kind of like therapy without going to
1: therapy. Like mm-hmm. it's beautiful, and just then everybody saying else just stuff gets out to, loud. Like helps. I yeah. think sometimes, like acknowledging, like hey. This sucks. Yeah. (laughs) Um, We actually did get, um, we had a question come in um, on Instagram um, and they asked, I've gone through a huge life-changing event and sort of slumped back into a depressive episode from it. How do you guys climb your way out of a funk and get back at it? Um, ADHD, executive dysfunction, keeps me frozen some days as well. Any tips to get around that? And too many people say, just get up and do it every day. And it's not that simple.
2: Yeah, it's not that simple. Um, coming back from something that throws you back into the hole is tough. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to take a while. Um, but you can do it. I yeah. mean, you've done it before, obviously. You can do it again. Um but it's, it's never just as easy as just fucking get out of bed and go face the day. Sometimes you can't even get out of bed. Like, yep. I, I told my husband yesterday, like, there is still day. De- like, I've been in a good place lately. Like, mm-hmm. everything's been great. But yesterday, there was still, like, I just didn't want to get out. I had to fight myself to get out of bed yesterday. Yeah. And I'm having a, that was a good day, you know? Right. Like, it's normal. Sometimes you just don't want a life, and you don't have to if you don't want to. Go hide from life for a day if you need to.
1: Yeah. And like the thing with trauma is that, um, it takes a lot of work to work through, (laughs) um, trauma. You don't, uh, the thing that I dislike about other people's reaction to trauma is that if you haven't been through it, you don't necessarily a hundred percent understand it and the get over it mentality in my opinion needs to go away because you don't just get over stuff. A traumatic experience happened. Yeah. And in talking through it um, and doing the work for yourself um, to work through some of that stuff, like it's not going to be easy every single day. I'll tell you that. I had a very traumatic experience happen to me. Gosh, it's, I can't believe it's been 11 years ago now, almost 12. It still affects me yeah, from time to time. There's triggering things that happen and... I think the easiest thing for me when, when things like that come up um, and kind of throw me back down into that, that it's a, it's a despair that you feel when, when something triggers your trauma. Yeah. And the best way that I found to get out of that is to not ignore it, like acknowledge, okay, I know why I'm feeling this way. Acknowledge if I need to in that moment that, okay, this happened, I know that it was a long time ago, I know it still affects me, and then doing something to distract myself. So typically for me, sometimes I'll just go out for a run. I don't have a plan. I just go. I don't, sometimes the best thing that I've found is doing that with nothing. Mm -hmm. No music, no podcast, just let my thoughts do what they're going to do and kind of work through that. But that's not, you know, like a blanket thing that works for everybody. My my biggest thing is distraction. I have to distract myself so I don't focus on that trauma.
2: Same. uh, But you and I are both wired very similarly. um, And you and I are not typically how women are wired. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We're not. Uh, My brain doesn't work the same way as most brains do. Uh, Like anti-anxiety, anti-depression meds. When my brain, they send me fucking over the edge. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not a good combination for me. Thanks, weed. Um, so, like, I mean, I've been carrying, you know, the first big trauma I ever really had was when I was 18 when my brother died, and I've been carrying that shit with me now for 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like, people say that time heals wounds. It, that's not true. Like, they're always going to be there, and they can be the pain ripped. lessons. The pain lessons, but it's still, like, I still miss him every day. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it doesn't go away. You just learn to live with it. Mm-hmm. Um. But you have to figure out how to live with it. That's, that's, that's the, the hard part. part. That's the part that if I had a roadmap for it, I wish I could give it to you. But it, it's very dependent on every individual person. Mm-hmm. Um, and with your ADHD, that's tough too. Because like anxiety and ADHD are kind of parallel lines in the universe. They don't ever really, like they can cross sometimes. But for the most part, they present themselves in the same way, even though they're two different yeah. things. Um, so I have really bad anxiety. I can speak from that. Um, and that shit will paralyze me. Like, so a couple weeks ago, we had a really bad storm in Omaha. Um, we got a really nasty part of it in my neighborhood and the tree in my backyard exploded from wind. I survived a category five hurricane in 2017 where I thought I was going to die. So, uh, that night was really fucking scary for me. Like Mm -hmm. the house shook, uh, the lights started to go out. It wasn't the noise that got me it was the power. When the power started to go out, I lost my shit. Like curled up in a ball on the basement floor, just staring at the wall, lost my shit. Like I've never had a PTSD trigger before in my life Mm -hmm. until that day. Uh, and it took me like 48 hours to come back from. Like I was just not the same for the next two days. I was okay. Um, but I wasn't good you know, yeah. like I was there, but I wasn't there. Like I was just shut off. Like that shit yeah. drains you. I I had no idea how much. And that was just like a 30 to an hour long, 30 minute to an hour long episode. That's all it was, mm-hmm. was just like an hour. And it fucking wrecked me for an entire weekend. Like give yourself that time to get better, please. Like yeah. you need, you need time to get better. And that's going to be dependent on every single individual person. And it's going to depend on how far into that hole you are right now. Right. Um, the deeper in you are, the longer it's going to
1: take. I and would, um, I would reach out to somebody that yeah. you trust. If Please. you, if you don't have access or don't feel comfortable talking to an actual therapist, I would reach out to somebody you trust and be like, Hey, full transparency, full honesty here. I don't need you to fix this. Yeah. I just need someone to listen. Um, just getting it out and verbalizing it and talking through it like, can help immensely. Um, yeah. and I feel like saying like finding somebody that you trust because maybe you're not, com- you know, you've got a best friend, but maybe you're not comfortable telling them like whatever's going on in your head. Um, Cause that
2: shit's scary. It is. And that's okay. That's yeah. normal. Like, I feel like it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be normalized to have that hesitation to talk about your feelings, but the, The culture that we live in, that's unfortunately normal.
1: Yeah. Um, I think, too, that um, it really sucks when you're in that hole. And I know I've been there. There have been times where my grandparents who live in town physically had to come to my house and get me out of bed because I was just, I was in the pits. Like, everything fucking sucked. Mm -hmm. That's probably the lowest I've ever been. But having them there um just to lose my shit yeah and be able to cry I just needed to cry I couldn't even do that but just having having them people that I trusted knowing that they were there for me and I didn't have to explain myself if I didn't want to just knowing that they were physically there really helped me get out of that slump we didn't go anywhere do anything we just sat in my house and they like helped me clean it I mean that was my distraction that day yeah um but Just finding someone that you can trust and talk to. And if you can't, there are um, places and very accessible licensed counselors online. You can do a chat. You don't even have to physically talk to them. I know places do texting now. You could communicate via email. You don't even have to physically see or speak on the phone to a person. Um, but Mental there are options Reddit out there. Yeah, is
2: super helpful. Like if obviously you should talk to a therapist, if you're in a really, really, really bad spot, please mm-hmm. talk to somebody that can actually help you get help. Um, but sometimes like you just need to yell into the void and get some feedback to make sure that you are indeed not insane. Yeah. Like depending on what kind of a trauma or what kind of situation you're working with. Like, so my example of what I've been dealing with lately is I have a narcissistic mother. Hmm. I've been dealing with that since I was a kid, Mm -hmm. and um, that's one of those things that, like, I don't talk to a lot of people from where I grew up because I had such a terrible time living where I grew up that I just, when I left, I was like, fuck all of you, you can burn, Um, except for, like, a handful of, like, maybe six people, and after I had gone to therapy and had this revelation that yes, indeed my mother was emotionally abusing me. I started reaching out to some of those friends that I still talk to from back home. And they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, dude, you were never around. You worked 40 hours a week as a high school kid. Yeah. Because if I was at work, I didn't have to be at home with my horrible fucking mother. Yeah. Like, um, so like you get that, you need that feedback from people sometimes is what I'm getting to with that. Um, even to just yell, like, When you, when you need to vent with somebody it's really important and really constructive and good for your friendship. When you start the conversation, Hey dude, I'm having a bad day. I don't need you to fix this for me, but I just need to yell into the void for Mm -hmm. a second. Like make it very clear that you're not approaching them for a fix for the solution that you just need them to listen.
1: Yeah. Also another thing, like if you just need to get shit out and you don't feel comfortable with any of the options that we just talked about, Writing,
2: yeah, get a just notebook, just legit, write it down.
1: Like, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone but you. Just mm-hmm. writing it out. I think that what I'm trying to drive home here is like getting it out you and just actually to get it out, even if you're not physically talking to a person, typing it out on something that isn't on the internet, like a fucking. Microsoft Word. Yeah, put it in a Word file. If you feel more comfortable typing, if you physically want to angrily write it out, do that. I, I just think it's super important to get it out in some way because personally for me, if I let that shit fester, I'm not only going to be taking it out on me, I'm taking it out on every other person around me that I claim to care about. Yep. And I do care about those people, but because they're closest to me, those typically end up being in everybody's lives, the people who get the brunt of whatever's going on. Um, but there, I mean, hell, if you just need to, if you don't feel like you trust anybody or feel uh, comfortable opening up to them, you can hit up our, our email too. Yeah. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Yeah. We read everything.
2: Yeah. They come straight to our phones. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was talking to Phil about this last night cause we were talking about like how our parents raised us and the mm. trauma and shit that we went through. My parents are boomers. So my parents were raised by my grandfather as a World War II vet. Mm -hmm. And I can only imagine how all of the fucked up shit that he saw during World War II formed how he raised my mom, which is how she fucked me up as a kid. Like that generational trauma Fuck war, first of all. Thank you to our veterans. You have giant balls of steel. I adore you for making the fucking sacrifices and the choices that you make. Do not misconstrue that as I am against our veterans. I support our troops 100 fucking percent. That shit takes courage. But fuck war.
1: Mm.
2: Fuck war. War ruins everything. Like, World War II has had this trickle-down effect onto how now how fucked up we are as 30-something adults in the year 2021. Yep by the way of our parents like
1: well, this hell. is this
2: is why it's so fucking important to talk about your feelings look at the generations before us and how they handled mental health that's the fucking problem you need to talk about this shit yeah. you
1: do well and i honestly like <laughs> i've been talking my mom to my mom a lot lately my mom uh, is a is also a narcissist was she's working on it mm. i think sometimes when you have the narcissistic like tendencies. I think that if you work on them and do a lot of self-reflection, you can get better. Some people can be
2: self-aware of it. Yes. Some people are so gone that they just are not worth it. Has
1: gotten to that point. So I'm now willing to like start reforming a relationship with her, but I was never ever comfortable telling her like exactly like, look, this shit fucked me up. Like you straight up put men before me forever in my whole entire life forever until I got married that was when I was 33 no I was 32 I just turned 37 but I was 32 that's 32 fucking years of the same shit but she calls herself out on it now so when I talked to her like, just that that started to heal some of that wound for me. Good, I'm glad the, you have is that. Is the fact that, and I wish I wish that it was that simple for everybody because it's not. Yeah. But you've got that generational trauma and then you have just fucking life trauma of things that happen to you, various things. I'm way back at the beginning when we talked to Jack Riggins. I talked about um, my assault. That's, that's the lasting one for me. Um, to this day, there's been a couple horror movies. My husband will literally, like cover my eyes if he thinks it's about to happen in a movie it's usually horror movies um I'm not and I don't want people to think I'm like watching like snuff films or something it's like in horror movies they either hint at it or it's actually happening yeah um but it triggers me I immediately tense up and I just I'm right back you know in that trauma it's that's how trauma fucking works, yeah. and it, it's
2: it lives in your brain, and it fucking unleashes itself yeah. in ways that you don't even know are available sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I think that, um, and we just, all have it. All in some, in some, in some capacity, shape we all or do. form, um, and it's varying degrees too. Like I will never, I I know to a certain extent the the pain of living with narcissistic parents. Um, I see and hear the pain in your voice when you talk about it, um, I mean, it's that, it's, you know, you could have lived through a fucking natural disaster. You yeah. could have lived through an assault. You could have lived through yeah. bullying. You could have, I mean, everybody's experienced trauma in some way or form. Hell, yeah. a fucking car accident can leave lasting effects on somebody. Absolutely. You know? um, but just being able to talk about it, like this isn't going to be the most polished episode we would ever had because we didn't make notes for it. I kind of wanted to just like, go off the cuff
2: the mental health episodes we usually do kind of do off the cuff anyway but yeah it's just like we all have trauma (laughs) we all do Mm -hmm. um it's gonna be varying degrees for certain people you know like but it all needs to be addressed like you need to Mm -hmm. handle that for yourself and it's hard and it's messy, and sometimes you wonder if you should even be touching it in the first place because it throws you eight steps back to where you were. Sometimes it can, yeah. Yeah, like, it's the process, though.
1: Um, but in order to come out on the other side of it and not have it affect you as much, yeah, it requires work. Just like, you know, any other thing we talk on, about on this podcast, all of it requires work, but having the courage to actually do that work, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. But you come out better for it on the other side because you're equipped with the tools to be able to handle it when you're triggered by it. You have the tools to be able to stop the negative spiral of thoughts that can happen
2: you also have the tools to start noticing like the red flags yes. before something even happens. So if that's the case, you have the availability to just, you know, 86 yourself out of that situation before it even starts.
1: Yes, exactly. And I, th- I think that that's, if nothing else, the the true benefits of of talking to a therapist and working through some of that stuff, um, I don't necessarily believe that every single thing is solved with a medication. I think um, in certain circumstances um there's just work that has to be done and it's fucking terrifying and it really sucks and it really fucking hurts and there's a lot of crying and a lot of hurt that's involved but on the other side of it how much
2: have i cried to you in the last six months Jesus, just the growth and the
1: and the the pride that you have in yourself for being able to have to go through all of it again but knowing that you're now a stronger person and more equipped better equipped to handle it, um, see it, maybe stop it sometimes before it starts is, um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for.
2: Beneficial. Yeah.
1: And life changing.
2: Yeah. It's, it's cathartic. Yeah. That's, that's 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 the word. word. Um, like the other thing is when you, I mean, everything surrounding your trauma at this point, unless you're still going through it is 2020 hindsight. So you have to take that into account Mm -hmm. too. Like, You can't browbeat yourself because all of the signs were there, but 15 years ago, you didn't see it because you were fucking 18 years years old or something like
1: that. You know, like, A um, different person than I was yesterday. Yeah.
2: Like, Like, literally yesterday. I just, I just think, like, personally, all of the ways that my family fucked me up being a atheist, queer Fucking, like, just everything about me. Like, I don't know why they tried to keep me. I know why they tried to keep me in their circle for so long so they could keep abusing me. And the second I left, they started crying about it on social media, which reinforced the fucking fact that I made the right decision. Right? Who the fuck are you? First of all, who the fuck are they to go out and air my private business on social media when I have cut you out of the fucking
1: equation? Here's the other thing, too. Um, I think that it's especially when it comes to families and fuck friends. Yeah, families and, I, and friends are tough to deal with sometimes. This this came up to me. I'm making a public apology to you on our podcast. By oh. like. I have, because of the work that I've done and that my mom have done, it's a totally different situation than what Sadie's gone through. Um, but I've been always trying to be like, well, you could do this. Not making excuses for them, but taking my personal experiences and trying to apply them to her but and you I did do that wanna,
2: until I was like hey no dude like this is the situation I just wanted and to apologize like, oh.
1: because I do think that it's fucking okay to set boundaries with people that are supposed to be of importance in your life if it's not benefiting you mentally or in any other capacity if it's always a negative fucking experience and they're always sucking you of your energy and it's not a healthy relationship I think that it's like, literally, I've seen this a bunch on TikTok and, like, just a lot more recently. It was like the universe was like, hey, <laughs> maybe you should uh, change your thinking on this. But I think it's okay to set those boundaries and be like, look, you're not benefiting my life. It's always a negative experience. Um, in your case, abuse. Like, if it's an abusive relationship in any way, it is totally normal as adults. As teenagers, to set those fucking boundaries and be like, "Look,
2: yeah, you need to set those boundaries. Um, you you don't don't have have to keep them in your life because you
1: have blood relation. You you don't don't have
2: to keep those people, and you don't have to apologize. Trust me. Like, I was not offended at all. I love you. I love you. I'm gonna smack you in the side of the head with this fucking thing. Sorry, I didn't want (laughs) to. We were gonna play swords with our headsets, so you went in the front and I went the side. Um, but no, trust me. Like. Once I actually like, cause you know, a lot of stuff that I haven't told most people like you and Phil and like maybe two other people, like know the full extent of what I've dealt with. And as soon as I like kind of pulled that curtain back, you changed your tune right away. You were just like, Oh, Oh, fuck that. Mm-hmm. So like, you're fine.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> you're I, I bring good. that up good. on the podcast because I think that, you know, it, I don't know the, the trauma or the, the huge life event that happened, I mean, they, the person who wrote in didn't go into detail, and I, it's none of my business. Yeah. But in the event that it is something like that, I just think that it's really important to be like, hey, boundaries are fucking normal. They are. And if it's not beneficial to you in your life and it's not aiding in your growth, then it doesn't need to be a part of your life if it if it is making you uncomfortable in any way.
2: They're necessary. Yes. Um, You need to... Like you... Fuck, sometimes I have to reestablish boundaries with my husband. Like, that's Mm -hmm. the thing. Boundaries are, like, I see boundaries, like, some people see them as a line in the sand. I see it as, like, snow fence with these little wood planks, you know? Mm -hmm. And you just, sometimes you just got to move it out a little bit. Sometimes you can bring that in. It just depends. Um, But boundaries are necessary if you are going to be a happy, healthy, well-adjusted adult.
1: Yeah, human <laughs> um
2: you need to learn how to tell people no
1: that's hard and i realize that that's super hard because a society for a long time frowned upon mm-hmm. setting boundaries and saying no mm-hmm. but if it's not if it's not gonna like if you're too fucking busy and you can't put something else on your plate at work at home whatever yeah. fucking say no just say no it's really difficult i get that but the power of saying no is a beautiful fucking gift to yourself
2: yeah, and when you when you when you don't say no, and then speaking from experience as somebody that had a hard time saying no to anybody in my twenties professionally, I worked myself mm-hmm. to fucking mm-hmm. death almost.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
2: no. yeah. Like it's it's not only okay to say no, but you're gonna end up to get it to a point where you're like, I I just no, I'm sorry, I just can't do that. And you're not gonna feel bad about it. It's just sorry. You're not gonna get
1: fired for saying no, no. in most instances. No. And if you are, well, Then maybe that's the universe being like, hey, maybe it's time to move on.
2: Yeah, you don't want to work there anyway.
1: Um, This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, They have licensed therapists available online 24 hours a day. Um, They are available in all 50 states. Um, They are actually hiring right now, too. If you go to BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash M-T-K, you get 10 off your first 30 days um, I just want to put that out there because it's it's a resource and it's available to you and if you just want to look into more options um, it's a it's a great tool to have um, and they've got uh, assistance programs and things like that if, if you need financial assistance but we are brought, this episode specifically is brought to you by BetterHelp Ever, every month. It's com backslash MTK, and you'll save 10% off of your first month.
2: Yeah, when you sign up, they'll ask you a bunch of questions too. Like, are you looking for individual counseling? Mm-hmm. Are you looking for couples counseling? Are you doing counseling for a teenager? Um, are you queer? Uh, do you yep. want a therapist that understands, you know, LGBTQ plus... Uh, issues? Are you looking for someone that is a person of color? You know, they, they ask all of these really important questions because all of that context matters when you're Mm -hmm. talking about your mental health, your sexuality absolutely matters. Uh, your, your ethnicity absolutely matters. Um, I mean, there's, there's so much socioeconomic shit that's going on in our world right now that if you need a therapist, like try to find someone that is as much like you as humanly possible. Yeah. Like that is the biggest piece of advice when it comes to shopping for therapists. And I say shopping because I've had a million of them and I've only found two that I like to talk to.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, but find someone that, that you click with. And when you do something like better it helps you kind of, it helps funnel you into the, like, not necessarily a bucket. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say you're just a face in a bucket, but they put you in the right circles of where you need to be. They, they want to make sure that you're in the right space to talk about the issues with somebody that under actually understands what you're talking about. Because what is the most frustrating thing for me about therapy? S- like exposing my soul, just ripping my fucking rib cage mm-hmm. out on the table and having them look at me and go, okay, what? Yeah. Lady, I'm crying to the point where I'm almost going to throw up on your coffee table and that's all you have to say to me is, okay, if that's how your therapist acts, find a new one. Yes. <laughs> and when it comes to therapy, if if they do get to the point where, you know, medication is discussed, there's no shame in that game. No nope. shame. None. Mental health medication is medication just like something for a heart medic or a heart uh palpitation or an arrhythmia, or you know if you have high blood pressure, you take a high blood pressure pill. Your brain is an organ just like any other organ in your body, and it can malfunction and have imbalances and be askew and sometimes you need meds to fix that, and that's okay,
1: yeah, just talking to someone to figure out what the right plan of action is for you is is In my opinion, life changing. I've been to, I've had a a few therapists throughout my life and they've, for the most part, were nothing but beneficial for me. I had one that I didn't click with and so I moved on and found somebody that was a little bit better. Um, But and don't gonna,
2: like try to take any of that personal either. No. When you're looking for a therapist, if it's you like don't finding click, friends,
1: yeah, sometimes you just don't fucking click with people. It's, it is
2: like da- it's like d- finding a therapist is like dating, <laughs> except for me, it's scarier because I'm talking about shit that only happens in my head that I usually don't verbalize to other people, right? But that's me being the over-analyzing, anxious person that I am. So maybe other people don't put that much <laughs>
1: thought into the process. I don't know. It depends. Um, there's like I mean we've talked about trauma a lot in this episode, like you know the assault isn't the only trauma that I've had in my life, but opening up about that stuff to somebody that I don't fucking know is really hard, but I'm glad that I did
2: it's powerful when you can,
1: yes, um, and I think that I mean you can talk to your friends and things like that, but if it's getting bad to the point that you're you're feeling like you're not able to function in a normal capacity like you would if you weren't dealing with some of this stuff seeking out help may be a good option for you. Yeah. Um, and that's why we do these episodes every month. I think it's just important, even if we fumble around certain certain topics, just to keep an open line of communication with our listeners about mental health. It's normal. People, we're yeah, human we're, beings. We're, we go through the shit. And we're and not normal. here trying
2: to be your therapist <laughs> no, either. No. Like, we're not here to fix your problems, but if you have problems, we're here to help you realize At that it's okay listen. to talk yeah. about
1: them. Yes, exactly, and and to listen, like if you need an ear, yeah, hit our hit our email at helloatmeatheadtestkitchen dot com. If you don't, or if you're looking for more information on BetterHelp, go ahead and send us a message, or you can slide into our DMs. We're all over social media. Yep, at Meathead Test Kitchen, Twitter's at MTK staff. Um,
2: I'll make sure to we always have the BetterHelp link in the show notes of our episodes, so you'll be able to find that there as well. Yeah,
1: and. Take care of yourselves,
2: please. Yeah. Be good to each other. Be good to yourself. Like, for real. Be good to yourself. Life's rough out there. Yeah. <laughs> it comes it at you really fast.
1: It really fucking does. It,
2: it's not getting any slower either. No. Like, this this whole thing is like, like, the other day I was like, when does this shit, like, can I get a minute? <laughs> this bitch is fucking tired here, okay? Like, if you're tired, then rest. It's okay. Yes. But don't quit. Don't quit. We need you here. You need you here. There are so many people here that give a shit about you, like coming from someone that has been there, that has wanted to leave more times than I would ever care to admit, stay. Like it's worth fucking staying. Some days it's hard. It's really fucking hard to want to be here, but don't leave. It will get better. If you feel like you're stuck and you have nowhere to go, reach out to somebody, anybody. It doesn't matter who it is. Um, working in radio, like we had people call in sometimes just like, Hey, I'm going to, I want to kill myself and you're DJing music. And it's just like, uh, okay. And you just keep them on the phone and you let them talk and you don't ask any questions. You just let them talk. And then Mm -hmm. that's happened to myself once. Um, it's happened to our friend, Josh, at least once or twice. Um, he lost a friend to suicide too. So it hit him really hard when somebody did that. But That resonated with me that day that that happened. Um, I was just fucking covering the building on a night shift on one of our FMs and somebody called in and I happened to answer the phone because I was in there, you know, checking the commercial log to make sure everything was in there. And uh, yeah, that's what I was met with. And it's like, you know what? I hope that person is still out there today breathing and fucking killing it now because some random ass stranger at a radio station picked up the phone that day.
1: That's why it's important to fucking be kind to each other. You don't know. No one knows. No one knows what the person sitting next to them unless they are involved in their life is going through. And hell, sometimes even if you're involved in your life, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. So being nice to people is super fucking important. Yeah. Like I, that's why I say that the end of every episode, like not because I'm like, be kind to everybody, hug each other, but because it's important to fucking be kind.
2: Be kind to the people that deserve it, which is a majority of people. Right. You don't have to be kind to the people that have wronged you, but, um, I mean, maybe have some compassion to understand why they wronged you, but you right. still don't have to be okay with it. You never have to forgive somebody that wronged you. Just and FYI. When I
1: say be kind, I'm like, be kind to fucking strangers. Yeah. Yeah yeah, what yeah. I'm yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like be kind to like everybody except for those, you know, people right. that have done you wrong and then they're going to the, get what they're going to get.
1: Right. That's how karma works. <laughs>
2: Karma's a bitch and she will find
1: you. She will. Uh, like, rate, review the podcast. Um, like I said, we're everywhere, all over social media. If there's ever any topics that you want us to cover or um, you have a mental health check episode idea, feel free to send us a message. Again, that's hello at com. The notes are always at meatheadtestkitchen.com. Um,
2: Merch is there. Um, the Q&A is open on TikTok, by yeah. the way, if you have some questions about whatever fitness health mental health what do you guys eat during the day what do you do for workouts any of that shit hit us up we're We're happy to
1: answer we love interacting with you guys um all of our listeners are fucking pleasant and crushing it on their in their own ways whatever that journey looks like for them and we we just appreciate the hell out of you guys so thank you for listening and until next time
2: be test kitchen
1: out out Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.